Welcome to Obey Your Strengths with Gallup Certified Strengths Coach, Kathy Kirsten. Hey there, Strengths fans. I'm popping in your earbuds to bring you a three-part mini-series highlighting one of my favorite strengths themes and a few female leaders who have it in their top five. We're talking to Chicks with Command, the bold, decisive, and direct command. It's a rare strength, one of the least dominant in the Gallup database. I admire and even have a little strengths envy for female leaders with command. I want to learn from them, be inspired, and maybe even walk away with a few command-like skills that I can use in my own leadership. So thanks for joining us. We're talking to Chicks with Command. Today, my guest is Elena Villasenor Sullivan, and she is a chick with command. Welcome, Elena. Hi, so glad to be here, Kathy. I'm super excited to interview you today and find out more about your stories with command, because I know you have them. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's first start out with where we met. So I met you almost a year ago through the Bear County Women's Bar Organization, right? We were at the Lead Academy a retreat, a week retreat for women. Yes. So we have a three-day retreat with the Leadership Academy. It's an arm of the Bear County Women's Bar Foundation that focuses on developing leadership skills for women attorneys in Bear County. Yeah. Which is San Antonio for those of you out there. Yes, for those out in <laughs> podcast land. My memory from that event, which was almost a year ago, was that you were the only attorney in the room with command in their top five. Yes, and I am usually the only person in the room with command whenever I have uh, engaged in any sort of strength finders. Command is rare. So tell us a little bit about you. What do you do? First, I'm a wife and I'm a mom mm -hmm. of a seven-year-old daughter, and I'd say those are my first priorities. But in terms of my professional life, I am an executive director of compliance at USAA, specifically supporting the life insurance company there. I help lead a team of 30 compliance analysts and compliance risk managers to help ensure compliance um, in the life company. So explain the attorney thing to me. Sure. So I'm also an attorney, although I'm not practicing at this time. Um, I started at USAA in their chief legal department, then transitioned over to compliance. I also am a retired litigator. So I practiced commercial litigation and private practice for many years um, and was a partner at a major Texas law firm where I represented businesses in court for all sorts of commercial litigation needs. Mm. That meant you got to bring your command to work often. I would say that my command in private practice in the daily adversarial work was quite, it was useful. I leveraged it probably more than any of my other strengths. Okay, what are your other strengths? Tell us what your top five are. Okay, so I am strategic, relator, command, achiever, and significance. Would you agree that you see lots of possibilities? 
you ask what if a lot? Yes. So strategic helps me in my daily life by I create plans. I can see through various obstacles that are in front of us and create action plans for how we're going to move forward. Um, I used that a lot as an attorney when I would develop plans for how we were going to win a case in court. I use it now to develop plans for how we are going to achieve our deliverables as a team. Then I have Relator, which is my strength that I use to get to know people and to really go deep with people so that when my command and achiever take over, <laughs> they understand that I have good intentions <laughs> in what I do, am trying to achieve. And then I have, we'll talk tons about it, command, yes. but achiever is, you know, my to-do list. Every day starts with zero, and I am most happy at the end of the day when my achiever can tell my boss everything we accomplished that day. Mm -hmm. Significance, you know, I think significance is really important as I work at USAA because we have a mission to serve the military and the community. Yeah. And significance really helps me prioritize our work and know that we are doing work for the greater good. Wow. You've got quite a bit of drive. If I think about that combination of achiever <laughs> plus command, that duo probably means you get some stuff done. Yes. <laughs> I get some stuff done and it can be my plans for what I like to achieve and the organization around how I want to achieve it mm -hmm. can be quite intense and overwhelming. That's why I have to really kick in my relator. Yeah. And I've used that over the years. I, I've gained a lot of self-awareness about how important it is to build relationships with people that I work with and key stakeholders, to build that trust and buy-in for everything I'm looking to get done. <laughs> that you're pushing forward. Everything yes. that you're moving, right? I mean, it's an influencing theme. So moving people towards a destination. Yes. Leading others, leading the way. You know, Gallup says command has presence, that, that, that people with command can take control of situations and make decisions. What is your earliest memory of you having this unique talent? You know, I'm not sure that I really recognized it until I encountered just a very casual conversation with a partner at my law firm when I was an associate. We were in a very casual setting. I was dressed casually. I was I didn't have my command on. I was socializing. Mm -hmm. And I happened to not be wearing heels that day either, which for those out there, I am five foot at most. <laughs> and uh, he said, I didn't realize how short you were. I've gotten that comment several times over the course of my career in very similar settings when I don't have my, I'm not using my command at that time. And what it has told me um, what I read into that is I have a natural 
ability to walk into a room and I am it's not my heels. My heels are three inches maybe, right? Right. right. But a presence and a nat- and I'm taller than I am in the way I present myself and the confidence that I bring to anything that I'm doing. There's something I learned very early on about presenting confidence even when I don't have it, that it might be a natural talent that I've invested in over time, and it works. Tell me how your command has taken control of situations and influenced others. Do you have stories or or an experience when you saw your command moving others out of chaos maybe into clarity? I really think there's kind of three components to command and my command specifically, right? We just talked about one, which is the presence. Yes. The second, I have a deep-rooted belief in truth, looking ourselves in the mirror and saying, what is real today? (laughs) As an attorney, I think, oh, you know, there's no sense of truth. There's one side and there's the other. But it's being real with yourself personally and as a team and an organization. What is our problem statement? What is the opportunity here? When you can get to that truth and confront it, however ugly it might be, we can solve problems. That in itself can be very scary and overwhelming to people. I think people with command kind of take that emotion out of it and say, let's confront it. And I'm going to set that on the table. Mm -hmm. And I want you to push back on me and tell me what your truth is. And let's get it out there so we can then solve that problem. That ability to confront the ugly truth <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, combined with the presence of I'm confident in how we can solve it and that if we have this difficult conversation, we will find the best answer ends up leading to organization and crisis. I mean, it doesn't have to be a crisis, but it can be or a transformation or a huge, messy project that needs somebody to bring structure to it. Do you thrive in those roles? Yes, I do. Or does it wear you out? I thrive in those roles. That's when I'm most productive and excited about a project, right? When I had huge pieces of commercial litigation that I was bringing to a mediator or court, and you have hundreds of thousands of documents of evidence and tons of witnesses, and the facts are complicated. And by the way, I'm just learning the industry that I have to now share with a judge or a jury or a mediator to organize a team and figure out how we're going to get through all of those items and create a strategy around that. I thrived in that. I want to work long hours in those scenarios. Really? In my current role, we're going through, you know, a huge transformation. 
I thrive in the situations and kind of moved very quickly through the ranks Mm -hmm. at USAA because I saw that huge project. And when everybody else wants to turn away and deny it's happening, this isn't going to happen. We don't have to worry about it. It's never going to happen. I I took it and then Mm -hmm. I used my strategic and my relator, brought the project together, figured out the resources, built a team, influenced how we would structure the project, implement it, and then ultimately influenced my strategy to be widely adopted in other areas of the business in a very short amount of time, because that's what I love to do. I love to take the projects that are that are scary and overwhelming, have a big, ugly problem statement, and figure them out. That's the challenge. Yes. That you can rise into. Yes. You know, all of our strengths are in constant development. In our professional careers, we're managing them, right? And sometimes strengths can be weaknesses. And I think all of our strengths are in some level of maturing, right? And what did raw command look like in your early days? Raw command or command turned up to its highest volume Mm -hmm. is aggressive, intimidating, maybe bossy, overwhelming to to I've I've heard fe- I heard feedback early on you're intense you know I mean command and achiever like you said yeah. right <laughs> like uh, and you can be intimidating right so over the years the one thing about my command is I like the ugly truth I want you to see your ugly truth and I want to see mine because only then can we learn from it. So you go out looking for the ugly truth? About myself as well. It's a constant, that's my grit, right? Because then I can use it and grow with it. And so Strength Finders was actually a pivotal moment for me when I saw my strengths. And I could stop saying, I'm aggressive and I'm intimidating. And I could start saying, I have presence. I can command chaotic situations and influence others to go in the direction we need to go. Yeah. Right? And But I learned in that, hey, in order to use that strength effectively, I have to turn it down and kick up my relator so that that intention of I want to get the ugly truth on the table, the intention is known that it's to solve the problem as a team and for the greater for the greater purpose. Yeah. Well, that's an obey your strength story right there, Elena. Yes. That is. <laughs> that's a really good one. You know, I think some of those words, those labels that we pick up based on our strengths that you just described, right? Intense, aggressive, in the raw form, it, it could be those labels. I think we need to, as leaders, help add to the vocabulary of how we'll describe it when it looks mature, assertive, right? Uh, helping draw clarity 
Intensity is okay. Intimidation, that's an interesting word. How do you feel about the word of, of intimidation? I mean, I think it only has negative connotations, right? And the thing about the command strength, I think it's directly in some of the language that, Mm -hmm. you know, once I have an idea in my head, I can't stop until I get others to align with me, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Right. So I've learned over the years that I have to intentionally put on the table that I am seeking others' opinions and need their perspectives as part of the team, as stakeholders in what we're trying to achieve, and that I seek the pushback. We're only going to get better if you can tell me why I'm wrong. So inviting it in. Yes. Earlier you said, and I love the imagery of putting it on the table, tell me why this doesn't work or tell me what you what you see as the solution. Like commanding others to give opinion. Yes. And in a way, like commanding others to confront you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're commanding the confrontation. Like, let's have it. <laughs> you know, I I hadn't thought about it like that until you just said it. And um, I do that every day. Do you? Yes. Give me your feedback. What can I do better? What is your perspective on this problem and this solution? So, the, yeah, that's intense in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I And in trying to, that's funny, because in trying to uh, mitigate my intensity, I'm creating more. (laughs) I can't help myself. That's (laughs) that's okay. That's all right. Hey, you know what? I'd rather you include, if I were your teammate, I would want you to, if I felt kind of intimidated, to use that word, um, of your intensity, I want you to be intense about wanting my opinion, right? Versus just letting me slide and not giving my opinion and you just leading the way without it. Does that make sense? So I get it. That makes it, to me, I would want that intensity. Can you think of an example of when your command brought calm to chaos? I'm going to give two examples, I think, here. Um, In my personal life, uh, and this kind of goes back to, you know, when did you see glimmers of your command at a very young age? Yeah. And you know what? You talked about presence and truth. Is this maybe the third thing? Yeah. All right. So good. I think that presence and then being able to look at at the truth and being unafraid to confront it is when people end up handing me the reins in that chaos because I build that trust that I can handle the uncertainty. Mm. And so at a very young age, my family went through a major crisis and a a couple of, you know, big, big events. I was the rock in those situations, right? I have a very large family and they turn to Elena, will you handle this, right? Even when the adults in the room could not, I would bring the order, okay, we need you to do this and you to do this and you to do this, um, and we can't think about it right now. I just need you to go. Yeah. 
right? Because in that moment, I can take the emotion out of it and say, we will be emotional about this when we can, but right now, can you just please do this? And um, having that calmness and just focus on the task that needs to be done, like I said, they just give me the reins to do it. Um, In my professional life, you know, I had a recent situation where um, a team member that I hadn't worked with very closely uh, came to me and we there was a project where there wasn't that much organization. There's so many players. And on our team, there wasn't a lot of organization and communication on how things were going, right? Mm-hmm. And... You actually came and did a Strength Finders presentation to our team. Mm-hmm. And so they had all learned that I had this command strength. Um, and he came up to me and he said, this is where your command comes in handy because I like that you are bringing us all together, creating the focus of what everybody's role is here. He said, that brings me clarity and calm because I know somebody's in charge. And that's where my command comes in professionally. And you shine in those spaces, right? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. My achiever and significance in me want that to be true. I'm a strengths strengths coach, Elena. So I always ask, like, what's your best? What's the best to best about you? And that's totally sometimes uncomfortable to say. (laughs) But I It is. It is where you shine. Now, I had alluded to early on when I met you through the Bear County Women's Bar Foundation at that LEAD Academy, which was a group of, I don't know, a dozen women developing their strengths, but also developing their um, themselves professionally to lead in the area as, as attorneys, right? Potential partners and law firms. And I guess that's the goal of that group, right? Is well, to... and general counsels of organizations, yes. or we want them to succeed in whatever vision of their career it might be. Mm-hmm. How can we help you achieve that outside the confines of tradition? Yeah. And less tradition is what you want. Right. It's really, really been the greatest thing I've ever done in my career is to, to be a part of that program. Really? Let's talk a little bit about skills and tips and maybe some errors that you've seen other female leaders making that you say, oh, that that's a, a misstep when you should be doing something else to feel command, to be commanding. I think the first thing is rid yourself of the imposter syndrome. Let's talk about that. Do you experience it as a person with command? I do. You do? I walk into rooms that I am... I feel like I don't belong here. How did I get here? But sit at the table. Okay. Sit at the table and don't let anyone see your doubt. You can have a hundred things going on in your head about why you shouldn't be there. Um, Sit at the table, hold your head up high, and speak with confidence. Pretty soon, you'll believe you belong too. Great tip. What else you got? I'd say try your best to work through all of the 
I'm going to say it, bullshit, right? Get to the point. The point of what you're here to do and what you want to achieve. Sometimes there's such a concern about how we will be perceived or how your viewpoint might be perceived. And sometimes when you can be direct and get right to it, it can be the most influential. I personally build consensus by having one-on-one conversations that are very direct and transparent. This is what I'd like to, to do. This is how I would like to do it. Can we have a conversation about that? One thing that comes up in all of our careers is confrontation. It wasn't something you shied away from. It wasn't something that I shied away from. I thrived on it for a very long time. Uh, I wouldn't say that I thrive on conflict. Okay. At least not anymore. I see conflict or confrontation as a means to an end, and I don't enjoy conflict in any way. But I think having open, honest, transparent discussions isn't necessarily conflict. Maybe this kicks in with my relator, but getting deep into the discussion and not staying on the surface of things, creating better understanding among people, among teams. And when you can be transparent and be vulnerable enough to do that, that's when you can achieve excellence. So if I don't lead with command, or maybe I have another theme in my top five, like harmony, you know, we talked about that a moment ago, and I am addressing conflict, should I step forward with the vulnerable foot to say, this is uncomfortable? Yes. Would you say that? Would you like, would you do that with a person with command as a person with a command? Yes. Putting that out on the table, this is uncomfortable for me. This is how I'd like to approach things. That in itself is being transparent and clear, which is going to get us to the ultimate result. Gallup says that command should partner with people with harmony and woo, right? And I do find the people on my team who have harmony and woo like do bring something very special to the discussion that then creates that ability for other people to put their truths on the table. This is really good. Is there a story that you have left in your head that you want to share? I think what's interesting is I'm probably, out of all of my strengths, I'm the most insecure about my command. And why is that? Because I can face, I can look in the mirror and know that it can be perceived as intimidating or intense. And that's not a perception that I want to have in the world. I want it to be seen as in the right time, in the right circumstance. It can be leveraged to help my friends, my family, and the organizations that I work with to get through tough times 
and come out of it in an excellent space to like use that as an opportunity to grow. And in those times, right, you have to understand that it can get ugly because going through a transformation or recognizing that you have a real problem within your organization isn't a fun feeling and it takes a lot of work to overcome it. Getting through it, I have the best intentions at heart, but it's not always fun. I love your intentions. <laughs> I love your intention about it, your intentional usage of the strength of command. Yeah. Thanks for being one of our chicks with command. Thanks, Kathy. This, is this has been so much fun. fun. Thank you, Elena. <laughs> Obey Your Strengths is produced by Geekdom Media in association with Game Day Media Enterprises. Executive produced by Lorenzo Gomez, John Garcia, and Michael Largent. To learn more about Kathy Kirsten, visit her website, kathykirsten.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-K-E-R-S-T-E-N.com.